I didn't notice. But here we are again. And we are absolutely positively fucking live. My name is Jamar Jabari from VOC uh, Podcast. Um, I, we're going to talk about music because you know I'm a musician. And this is what I do. And I just want to give a quick, uh, quick ass shout out to Rudy's for being so nice that they fucking turned their music down the back so I don't get my uh, <laughs> demonetized. So ill. Demonetized. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want those issues. Pay us for the songs. <laughs> Pay, us. <laughs> Pay us for the songs. How much do they want? 13 cents? So that's what they're going to give you. <laughs> you get 8,000 You get eight thousand plays on your music. They're like, all right, eight, 13 cents for you. <laughs> but if you play one of our songs in the bar, you get fined 5,000. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with, with um, Upton. And Upton is a hardcore rock, hardcore punk, sorry, hardcore punk. I'm on the side of things, I guess. Yes. I guess in, in simply, I'm, I guess we can call it a crusty. Okay. <laughs> but okay. That, that term is not for normal people, so you can't use it. Right. <laughs> it's just for us. And he's in mad bands, okay? And they're all, we, we came up with the uh, idea that maybe it's like a collective that they're all in, but the fact is you're in mad band show and he plays bass, bass, right? Guitar, bass, guitar drums. drums. The dude is a renaissance guy. Uh, Shouts out to his bands, uh, Nightmare Solution, Ritual Clearing, and Dictation, right? There, yeah, there's a few, there's a few others, but it's, there's various projects, like, I would have to separate them into two categories, bands that are actually playing, and then bands that play maybe once a year, right. and then other bands that like are like projects where we record the music together and like all like have like a whole album's worth of stuff, right. and I'll have some of my friends come and contribute, or, or they'll have a project. And then I'll contribute to their project. You know what I mean? Like where someone just writes all the music and I'll say, hey, I'll fill the circle. That's what, it's like a term that I've been using for a long time. Right. You know, because usually with some of my friends, they, uh, they'll practice with like just a guitarist or drummer for like five years or something. I don't know. Like they'll just, and they don't have like a bass player. They'll have someone to like fill yeah. it in. So I'm like, hey, I'll just join your band, learn the song. Right. And then also I'll do the same. And then we'll record these projects because you know, sometimes I'll have an epiphany. I'll, I have a record collection and just because you play music with a group of people doesn't mean that you can't record the music right? and still have it out there for people to listen to for their own enjoyment. Right. You never know where what's going to happen or who's going to enjoy it later on. You'll enjoy it yourself. But uh, I would say 90% of the bands that uh, have in my record collection I haven't seen. But I have a lot of records and I've seen a lot of bands and I got it from them personally. Nice. Which is why we still press vinyl. Yes, for you know historic reasons. Also, we have the art, and we we own our music, and only in this format do we own our music. <laughs> Honestly, that's why we still press vinyl. Right. We don't, in some way, it's, it's it's still available for everyone. Yeah, and vinyl should never die. It's beautiful. Honestly, it is. You know, it's, it is still technological. You know, if you wanted to get really primitive, you could go back to making your own instruments and playing in front of a group of people. Right. You know, I guess May was it May nineteenth? <laughs> What's the date when? Connecticut's going to open back up for concerts and shows. Oh, they're doing that now? Good. I didn't even know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think they're going to lift all restrictions. COVID. It's been a while since people have been out and about. Have you, when last time you did, did a show? I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Or <laughs> I don't know if I could 
you know, consider it a show. I know I did a few before the pandemic. Right. Uh, a couple of shows uh, in Haven, a couple of shows in Hartford, uh, featuring either one of my bands or uh, actually I like to do a show when there's a band on tour. Nice. Um, I only, when I moved to New Haven, like about four or five years ago, I promised that I'd only do like three or four shows a year. Max. Ah, just to save my Well, you know, you're a busy guy. You're a teacher. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And then writing music, I don't think you'll understand it takes a long time to actually write. Yes. You know, music. Mm-hmm. But it depends on the individuals in the band. Obviously, everyone's different. I happen to write a lot of music that's like, I would consider complete or partially complete. You know, like a whole album's worth of stuff where I'll just have a concept writer. I'm writing, you know, Four songs that sound like this, like a demo, or a whole album that sounds like this. Like mm-hmm. Various related genres, like crust punk, you know, hardcore punk, oi, you know, or you know, black metal, death metal. Nice. And I'll write like stuff like, and that's how I entertain myself and stay the same. With me, I have to go through some shit. I gotta go through some shit. Yeah, that's the only way I can write something that's really good. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, when I'm in a good mood and things are going well, I can't write any music, but mm-hmm. I've actually, at this point, I have so much backlog music that I can't, I have to I go not that. write anything right now, just <laughs> relax and enjoy nice. doing other things. And so you toured uh, 34 different states, so that's Around about that, yeah, a third like, of the country. Like, yeah, and like the U.S., like through some of the bands, especially the band Oil Tanker that I played in with good friends when I moved to Hartford. That, the funny thing about that band is we were, we're definitely motivated in ways that people I don't think should understand. Nice. Uh, we all used to live in different towns at one point in time, and then we all moved to Hartford. Wow. You know, like, we, like, you know, like Connecticut is small. It's like, it is. But, and everyone just drives everywhere. But that level of like, hey, we're all going to move here because this is where we're going to make like a scene for ourselves. Right. We're going to move to Hartford, Connecticut, out of all places. And then we're going to, you know, live here, party here have punk shows, and then through other various connections, we had bands in Sweden. Wow, in Hartford? Yeah, in Hartford. It was like, there's a punk house there called the Whitney House. A lot of people came, uh, knew each other from that house, and still living all the traumas from it, of course. You know, like, it's, 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 like back then, you know, we were young, partying, and then a lot of, you know, bands came through. But then again, you would think about how that's, Everywhere, everywhere. Mm. So, uh, you kind of grow from it because you have to deal with, you know, international people. You know, people right. coming from other countries. You have to, you know, food provide. You know, it's like DIY. Right. Uh, I'm glad that it's over though. <laughs> yeah, word. And that we survived in some capacity. Some of us, all of us. Right. But, Everyone just tries to be the best version of themselves that can be nowadays. So. That's totally fucking dope. Um, the fact that you guys, so we're switching mics right now. That's dope. I just realized that we can switch mics. Right, so that's cool. <laughs> I thought there was only one mic. Yeah. So that's the funny. That's the joke I was going to get to. There's only one mic, but. It was using this mic, which is another strong ass. Oh mic. yes! So now you're, you're right. going to see the difference between this mic and that mic when you hear this. <laughs> wow! You know, it literally just, went from here to here. I was like, just, uh. it just blew my mind. <laughs> every cell phone and every device is a microphone. Yes, the CIA listens to us, by the way. But I digress. I think as a microphone. I hope not. Or a speaker. 
I, I hope not. Right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. So, okay. So, like, I think that it's dope as fuck, the fact that you guys literally was like, my band, we are all in different towns as well, too. New Haven, fucking, where the hell does that bass player live? Norwalk, fuck Norwalk, horrible place. I hate going there. And then the, the studios in Stanford, and we have somebody in Bridgeport. Now, the, we're lucky that it's like a straight line towards Stanford. Mm, I would right. freak the fuck out if it was like people that are like literally like up there and like bum the fuck Connecticut and then down down east and then up uh, northwest or some shit like that because mm-hmm. it would be so insane. So we're fortunate for that, and we are focusing on Stanford. Because Stanford is where our label is at. We have our own label. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So we're lucky for that. And, well, you know, the reason why is because, like, the labels, they like, you know, you just told me that they made a website from one of your bands. There's a few things. I'm not. No one's too... getting money off it. Yeah. That was, that was from before, like, with the, the Southern Lord thing with, with um, Oil Tanker. The We had some agreement. We didn't really know what we were talking about. Right. They they made like CDs for us or whatever. And they were they're like putting out crust bands mm-hmm. for whatever reason. They're like getting interested in like crust bands. Right. And the only reason why we uh, I don't know how it happened. This is how this is my story of how it all got put together. I had this idea that we would actually make a CD because one of our band members was really against CDs, and we all supported that idea. But at the same time, I was like, let's make a CD for this reason right. um, because we had already sold out mostly of this LP. The sh- um, Shadows of Greed, in my idea, was like the seven inch. We had a seven inch record yeah. also. Okay. Um, wow. And the seven inch record, I think, was there weren't too many copies left. So I was like, why don't we just do a CD that's the LP and the, and the seven inch on one CD? Right. And somebody, I don't know, somebody contacted the bass player and was like, oh, this label wants to do like a CD of our music. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I was like, why don't we do this? The, the LP and the the seven inch in one right and they did that and they gave us like they're like all right we'll just make we'll just manufacture and make 300 cds for you for free wow that's that's i was like okay and then we just (laughs) and we took it with us on tour with no tomorrow we went on tour for like two weeks from you know from connecticut out to minneapolis down to florida and back out that was like one of the best tours i loved all the members of no tomorrow like it was one of the best tours we've been on they're from down south like after the tour like as far as language goes we're like them, they're not trying to talk about this. That's absolutely New Englanders. Dope. We sound all, you know, my friend, my friend Eric said, the New England, like the Connecticut accents, we sound whiny. <laughs> Some people, not everybody. Yo, some of us sound whiny. But anyway, yo, tell me why. So when you say that, I think that's so true because if I don't know if you noticed, but like, and no offense to white girls, I'm dating a white girl. Don't even try anything, but. White white women accents in Connecticut don't it kind of sound like they're tired <laughs> when they explain things? It's amazing though. Like, yeah, I, I, guess, <laughs> I mean, I guess we could talk about a lot of different accents. It's right? Like, when we when you travel the U.S., you, you notice things. Everyone has an accent, personally. Yes, no matter do. what, no yep. matter where you are, and. Yeah, it, it, it's it's more than just a Connecticut accent. Cause I don't even think it really exists. It depends on like what I feel like. Water people in Waterbury have an accent. Like, yeah. No matter who you are, like water, like the way they say Waterbury. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you live Waterbury for life. You just have a Waterbury accent. Like, yeah. And I guess you know. Uh, 
Yeah, but yeah, you're right about the Connecticut accent. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just said, "Fuck you, man." I hope everything sounds like a question at the end sometimes. I don't like. Yes. Like, I don't know. I talk like that sometimes. Maybe. I think that's like the way that people that try to like have a white collar, uh, a white collar career, like they talk like that. It's kind of like, um, how do I make this easy? So, this is what we do now. This is our function. Understand? <laughs> like, like when they're doing like a seminar or some shit. It was like it's it's interesting. And I'm just sitting there like, why do they talk like that? Because I spoke to you behind the seminar before you even started, and you were talking to me like a regular person. But I guess that they do Every that. Every person <laughs> speaks five languages. <laughs> yes. I think I, you know, I like to study language and whatnot, and not too much, not to take a break. Right. But I feel like. There's this con- there's a concept that I don't know if it's reached the U.S. yet called pluriculturalism, mm-hmm. where I believe that a person can adopt multiple different um, cultures at, at once. Like you, you can you know acculturate yourself into multiple different things at once because that's the reality of how people have always lived. Right. Because you can't just fully own one thing because life is a lot more complex than that. Yes. It's impossible. I agree. Uh, so, you know, when you get into like questions of identity, some people are too dogmatic, too rigid. Right. There's people like me where it's like, you guys can fight about it all you want. I'll just give you some, <laughs> some details. You know? My family's from Jamaica, you know, they're Jamaica. Well, what does it mean to be Jamaican? You can break everything down into its right. components. Well, I, you know, I had some family that might have like Scottish heritage, or, you know, like Irish heritage or whatever. And then you have some people that like, like my family have like, Ashanti and and, and, and and Igbo, you know, like very specific details you could find. Out. This is before Ancestry.com. This is just stuff that you know. That's amazing. And then you have to dive into like the language. Right. Like what makes the way that people in Jamaica speak the way that, you know, like why is it that way? Right. Where did the language come from? Right. Uh, but I don't know. It's just some things that I think about. In general, I would say that even with, with, with Caribbean people, they I feel like the fact that they came up with their own dialect is fucking amazing. They came up with so many <laughs> different dialects just to make sure that the colonizers don't know what they're saying. And now yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, straight yeah, up yeah. like just the dialect of the region that you're at, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to know that. If you don't know that, you're not going to be able to learn that much. But what's great is they can speak perfect English as well, too. They can break it down for you. That's, I'm like, wow, we don't have that as African Americans <laughs> in the states. You know, I know they try to give us the ebonics thing, but it's like we don't really all accept that yet. Maybe later on we'll accept ebonics, but I don't mm-hmm. think Black culture in America wants to have ebonics right now. Yeah, we got slave, but ebonics. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's. I mean, I'm sure we could talk for hours and days of, of various different. But I, yeah, the whole the whole language thing is interesting. Like race and ethnicity. And what kind of teacher are you? I teach Spanish. Oh wow! And I never thought that I would be teaching that. I originally studied biology, but I didn't really see a pathway to being a biologist in Connecticut and yeah. living my best life. Or at okay. least living something that I would agree on. There's ethic. There's a lot of ethics involved in being involved in the sciences. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 
I got vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated. Me too. You know, so, <laughs> uh, but you know, there's so many ethical people are very dog, you know, dogmatic. They're 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 rigid. Yes. They don't. Everyone wants to be pure, but it's hard and impossible. Also, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. especially with everything why, that goes into your food, what goes into your medicine, all types of things. You know, I will eat a, G, a GMO. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and most, people are like, oh, I don't eat GMOs. Like you have been, you just don't you know. Been, yeah. You just don't know what is GMO, what isn't. This is why but, I get so confused about people that are um, allergic to gluten. I had to learn that for myself. I'm just like, isn't that in every fucking thing? Like. How the hell? <laughs> it is. I mean, but I don't know. I'm allergic to a, a bunch of things. Oh, yeah? I, I, I'm doing like an allergy treatment right now. It's, nice. When do you find out? Nah, well, I've been I've been in it for a while, but. Oh, wow. It's, 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 it's a uh, going on process. I'm trying something new. Oh, okay. Okay. It's very abrasive, very intrusive. <laughs> it's this allergy treatment where you basically inject yourself the things that you're allergic to for months on end. So I'm on like month five. Oh, see, I haven't I, I, went, I went nuclear with the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've been you know, having really bad allergies for like 12 years or more. So oh, crap. Like, All right, yeah. well, I might as well try it. I mean, I mean, obviously, I guess we can't do a podcast while I'm talking about the pandemic a little bit. Hey, right? People are, <laughs> yeah. about, people are worried about getting stabbed with the, <laughs> with the 5G nanobots. But, <laughs> yes, but, they you are. You know what? Honestly. They really are. Really At this are. point, I'll, I'll put up a fight for about two or three weeks. But after that, I realize that it's physically impossible for every human being on Earth to get a vaccine for COVID. Yes, uh, it is. And I feel like, well, I don't want to dwell too much on the topic, but you already know why it is. I just feel like it's because of the systems that are involved that make it impossible. I feel like if they made it that way to prioritize, it'll be easier. But... I, can't, I can't even get mad at anti-vaxxers. I just, can't. I just don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to be. Oh, you're talking about the fact that people are like, no, this shit is conspiracy. That's what you're talking about. But, like, right? that's, I don't have the energy anymore. It's like, I'm not going to convince them. I, I don't think I could. Right. If it's not already. Right. They're not here already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing you could do is, like, if you, your friends and family members say, hey, like, hey, if, if there's another reason, like, an economical reason, like, I'll give you a ride or uh-huh. I'll, I'll set it up for you on the internet or whatever. That's, uh-huh. That's more productive, I guess. I can't. Yeah, I like arguing with people on the internet. But, you like arguing with, but yeah. I get in not trouble anymore a lot, because so I realize stop. That half of them are bots, anyway. So you just argue with a robot or someone. <laughs> someone's not really not like arguing, but like getting to the to the truth, like getting to the deep. I'm not trying to. Con- There's no way you're going to convince a Trump supporter to not like Trump. And, yeah, yeah. There's no way. Like, but you can't convince me to like Biden either. No, <laughs> not really. You can't. Yeah. I don't like it. People have but, tried on my on my side of life. They have tried. I don't know how hard they tried for you, but they have tried with me. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> cry I, Bill. I, not, not that this is a cop out or anything as far as politics go, but I, I can't. No, I don't think any politician is even capable themselves of seeing the reality. They can't. Yeah. They can't possibly know what it's like. Right. Uh, as far as numbers. And even, even my father, who's, he's, he's 80 years old. Right. Uh, He's been paying, or you know, he hasn't necessarily been paying. Like, uh, he, he wouldn't know what rent costs in Connecticut right now because he's not like looking for like what it is. So mm-hmm. I remember telling him how much my rent was, and when I moved to New Haven, he's like, "Wow, it costs so much." 
Because, like, when he was dealing with rentals back in, like, the 80s and 90s. But ever since then, it's just, like, you know, worked in a factory, retired, this and that. He doesn't have to deal with it anymore. He doesn't necessarily need to, like, look up what rent prices are or anything. So I told him the numbers. And it's like, wow, he's used to numbers, like, 80s, 90s, and how immigrant families were able to support themselves even in the 80s. Right. Versus people who have, like, college degrees who could barely, like, like I can't make up what it, it, it took me a long time to get to what my parents even were right. at, at my age. Right. And they came in as, you know, immigrants in, like, the 80s. And whatnot. Even they came in, you know, as, quote-unquote, what people would consider you know, the right way. You know, quote, you know like, immigration, yeah. papers, all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's messed up that, like, society is just... They only respect people that they, quote-unquote, say, come in the right way. But it doesn't matter which way you come in. Right.